Hello, this is Josh with First Faith Independent Baptist Church and Rev. Danny Jackson. We're bringing you short, supplemental sermons from the King James Bible, grounded in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and promising salvation by faith and not by works. Each week, we'll be bringing you a podcast that is posted on Saturdays so that Sundays, if you're unable to attend your church, you can listen to Rev. Jackson and worship with us. We're available at firstfaithibc.buzzsprout.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and all of your other favorite podcast networks. Feel free to reach out to Reverend Jackson directly at firstfaithibc at gmail.com, and he will respond as soon as possible. This week's sermon is a message from hell to you, and we'll start reading in Luke chapter 16 and verse 19. I want to preach a message from hell. A message from hell to you. In Luke chapter 16, verse 19, we'll pick up scriptures reading. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed from the crumbs, which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his swords. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and said Abraham far off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy upon me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, Likewise, Lazarus, evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from it to you cannot, neither can they pass to us. That would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may des- testify to them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, if they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded the one rose from the dead. Hell is a place of torment and damnation. A world without end. Hell is a furnace of fire in Matthew thirteen forty two. Mark chapter nine, verse forty three through forty eight. It is better for Thee to enter into life mangled, than having two hands to go into hell. Second Peter two four, 
angels was cast into hell. Revelation 21.8 talked about the second death. What is the purpose of hell? It's a place of everlasting punishment. Matthew 25.46 A place prepared for the devil and his angels. In Matthew 25.41 2 Peter 2.4 Jews verse 6 and 7 Matthew 5 verse 22, 29 and 30 Matthew 10 verse 28 Matthew 23 verse 15 and 33 Isaiah 55 verse 6 and 7 Isaiah 57 verse 20 and 21 Isaiah 59 verse 1 and 3 The proof of hell Revelation chapter 20 verse 11 and 15 hell was cast into the lake of fire The rich man lifted up his eyes in hell in Luke 16 He had all five of his senses He could see, he could taste He could smell He could touch And he could hear Jesus Christ spoke more on hell than he did on heaven the Bible tells us there's a hell. That's proof enough. Solomon says that a harness house is the way to hell. Proverbs 7.27 The old story is from verse 6 to 27. Hell has an enlargement plan. Isaiah 5.11-14 Let's take a trip into hell. My name is Dives and I lived over 2,000 years ago. I know you would be interested in my life's history and my present condition. I was born in Palestine of rich Jewish parents. Five years before Christ was born, my father and my mother had five sons born into their home. I was the oldest of the five. My father was very rich and devoted most of his time to his God, making money. He did not have time for any of us boys. He did not find time for religion and left a home and children with mother. Mother, being wealthy, attractive, and educated, was invited to join the clubs for the women in the city. She spent most of her day away from home, attending teas, lunches, parties, and other social functions, even working at times. Mother leaving us boys with a maid or a babysitter who did not care about us so that we did as we pleased. Because my parents did not have much time at home and never taught us the better things of life, I soon fell in a bad company and deep sin. My father always gave me anything I wanted just to get me to not disturb him. Well, he thought of another scheme to make money. Early in my life, he brought me the finest horses and chariot that Egypt produced. I was not more than 15 years of age before I started drinking and living a sinful and wicked life. I seemed to have more girlfriends than I knew what to do with. I always found the places where the wild parties were being held. When I went to foreign countries, I went to the wickedest places I could find, assured of plenty of wine and a beautiful girl. We had a good time 
sinning and fulfilling the lust of the flesh. I thought I was young, handsome, smart, and tough. I knew everything. The only time I heard my father say anything about religion was when someone invited him and his family over to the synagogue. He told the man he went once a year and gave for his support. My father said, when the kids grow up, they could choose the kind of religion they wanted. Can I say this? Religion to send you to hell. You need Jesus. By the time I was 20, I was well on my way to being a first-class drunkard and dopehead. My body was diseased. I went to see a doctor each week, but I continued my high living and good times, sowing my wild oats, staying out late at night, not thinking of death. I began to use much more dope with the gang. I let my hair grow long and was too sorry to shave. By the time I was 35, I could hardly go, and I died in awful pain. Two days after my 36th birthday, but death did not keep me from being conscious. I seemed to enter into another body that could not die, and fire could not destroy. As I was dying, suffering such awful pains, the devil came for my soul. I went to a place called hell. There seemed to be millions of other people there, screaming in the fire of the dark pit. I was thrown into darkness. I fell head on first for it, while expecting to hit the sides or bottom, and I dashed my brains out. I've been falling through fire and smoke ever since, bumping over millions as they fell. For 2,000 years, I have been in this place without getting one drink of water, one wink of sleep, or one mouthful of food. I could hear the screams of the damn, sounding like raving maniacs being tormented. I cried, how alone must I be tortured and tormented? And I heard a voice out of hell saying, forever and ever and ever, when I opened my mouth, I swallowed fire into my stomach. My lungs are filled with fire everywhere I breathe. I'm covered with fire. I see heron as she sees the little babies and cries of helpless mothers. I hear Judas, the betrayer of Christ, crying as his lips are burning with the betraying kiss. I see Pilate wring his hand together in hell crying. I hear King Agrippa crying. I wish I would have listened to Paul. I see Cain killing his brother over and over crying. My punishment is greater than I can bear in Genesis 4, 13. There are no liquor stores in hell, no dope or pills. Young people forsake sin and the devil. Worms all over my body in Isaiah fourteen eleven. We're falling and falling and burning and burning and screaming and screaming and saying forever and ever and ever. My father fell on me. I hit him with my fist and kicked him with my foot and cried, I hate you. I hate you. I cried, how long must I be in torment? 
and I heard her name a demon crying forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30, the Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest to your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden's light. In conclusion, do you see a face in hell? Is it your face? Is there a loved one that's lost you need to see? What about a friend you don't want to go to hell? Would you go to them and ask them to come to Jesus Christ as their personal Savior? Ask them to forgive them of sins and ask them Jesus to come in their heart and save them and they would be saved. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana talking to the travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.